0: You see the link? What's good? What's good? What's good, baby? It's your boy, Truex, the Sports Junkie. And welcome to MBS's Let's Talk About It, the only show on MBS that is not just sports-related. We talk about everything. If y'all tuned in last week, y'all already know what it was. I had a fire panel. And so we know things are still going on. We're not going to quiet down. We're going to talk about it some more today. But this time, we're going to touch on some sports stuff. But, of course, we got a wonderful panel for you guys. I got the homie Keo from San Jose. Y'all already know what it is, man. What
1: up, Keo? Yo, what's good, man? You And um, uh, we'll be discussing uh, about Drew Brees and everything going on. Uh, we got a lot to cover regarding that. Um, we're going to be discussing um, – a little bit about the MBS, NBA official rankings, one to five. What? That's it. It's finally done. A lot of the debates, talks, who's top 15, who's not. I don't care. This is the top five, and uh, we're going to release it right after tonight's show. So I'm excited, and I'm looking forward to it. And then we also have uh, episode seven of the sneaker of the week. Uh, yes, sir. But, uh, but uh besides oh. that man oh, right what? Right oh 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 wait oh you you just froze my mind right now <laughs> um but um but I, with that being said man um i'm ready for tonight's show. make sure you tune in for tomorrow night show for the mbs show uh make sure you go check out larson live uh on, the, uh, the homie Mike Larson just had um, Larson live earlier today. So uh, we got a lot to cover and I'm looking forward to it.
0: Okay, definitely. Of course, last week, I got it. everybody was loving, he back tonight, the homie from Hump City Records, my dog, Duke Dog. What up,
2: baby? What's up, what's <laughs> up? I'm back. I just want to give a shout out to my dog, C, hooking me up with the shirt. Okay, and okay. He-
1: Oh, yeah, me too, baby.
2: George Floyd, shout out to C. I got all three colors red, black, and white. You hear me? So, we're gonna start off by that saying that. But, what's up? I'm back. I need to talk, I need to get some more off my chest, man. I was getting my head chopped off this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt, no doubt. And then,
0: last but definitely not least, we got my brother, my dog. You already know what it is, man. Um, rapper, motivational speaker, workout warrior, my dog, Blake. But a lot of people know him as Free Boy. what up?
3: What's good? Y'all glad to be here, man. Glad to be here, man. You finally got me on the show with y'all.
0: Yeah, I still want my LSU Jackie, but we gonna talk about that <laughs> off-air. <laughs>
3: hey, you this, this uh, You know what? I'm gonna call the people right now. <laughs> it's all good, man.
0: Well, well, like I said, we have a fire panel for you guys today. You already know this show is called Let's Talk About It. We don't hold any punches back. We're going to have real conversations, whether it's sports, whether it's music, whether it's fashion, whatever it is, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to give an honest perspective. So with that being said, we're going to go to the first topic. We already know what it is, man. Drew Brees. Right after our shows last week, it came out, what he said, we already know. He started speaking about how it's disrespectful to take a knee during the flag. He really didn't address the George Floyd situation. I'm not going to say he really didn't. He did not address the the George Floyd situation. He caught a lot of backlash, not only from his own teammates, not only from other sports athletes, but the entire Black community, along with the world in general. Um, He came back out, apologized multiple times. His wife even apologized. Kiel gonna start with you my man what do you make of this whole Drew Brees drama that's going on
1: um so when when the comments first came out I was one of the worst critics when it came to uh, Drew Brees um I was lashing on him so much it was uh, it uh, I a lot of people a lot of people that I know personally felt like I, I, um, that I crossed the line with that and, um, you know, I, you know, I talked to a few people, including true, um, you, you, uh, Duke, um, uh, our good friend, Jasper and, um, just really thinking about it and going back to, you know, especially his apology. I, I forgive you, Drew Brees, man. Um, you know, I've said things to myself. I've done things, I've done a lot of things that I was wrong about. And obviously, um, they to know that it was able to be forgiven and, all, and I'm all about second chances, man. Everybody in life deserves a shot at a second chance. Like I was able to deserve a second chance and and the, the it's no it's no mystery behind it me me and true and duke we've we've had our fallout years ago and i was responsible responsible for it and i had to take i had to be the better and bigger person to actually apologize And it was up to them if they wanted to accept my apology. apology. But with this, it's not just the apology, the words or text message or whatever you want to call it, a post that you want to put. It's it's about the action. I mean, actions speak louder than words. And I think that's what Drew Brees have to do. He has to show his actions. I think a lot of people said, a lot of people don't want to hear the apologies. A lot of people think it was it's a PR move. A lot of people think he only did because he was getting backlash from his teammates and celebrities and all these athletes. But I think I think deep down Drew Brees knows that he was wrong and he wasn't just educated enough towards the situation that happened. And um I I don't, I like I don't know why he said it the way he said it, but I think people took it the wrong way because that time and that moment, it wasn't just the right time to say it, and and um, uh, people are gonna be upset about that. But like I said, I forgive him, man. And in life, everybody has to be forgiven. Everybody deserves a second chance, and. I think right now especially the people that Drew Brees may have heard it if it's football fans people that look up to him and that idolize them and I think you guys does I think you guys have to give him that second chance I'm not saying you guys have to but like I said everybody deserves a second chance my man I was able to deserve a second chance in life and with relationships that I messed up and then that, that I was able to fix, so I don't think this is any different.
0: Okay, okay. Well, we let Kyo go first. We're gonna let our special guest get in there. I know you had a lot of controversial um, Facebook, Instagram, social media posts. I know you're a huge Saints fan, being from Louisiana. So, what you want me to call you, Blake on here, or Free Boy? What you want? What you? How you want me to address you? Nah, he got free ball
3: tonight. You can stick to free ball tonight.
0: Okay, so free ball, man, talk to me, man. I know you had, like I said, some contra- some controversial posts. Let us know about the Drew Brees situation. Where you staying?
3: I've been communicating a lot with the New Orleans Things zone on Facebook and the Black and Gold Report on Instagram. And honestly, um, my, my honest heart about it is that um, he only apologized because heat was brought upon. That's, that's, that's personal, because what I do, man, I look at, and in 2016, when racism was, was at one of his highest peaks, man, and Kaepernick was being blackballed and ostracized, Drew Brees made those same comments, and he never apologized for him. never. He never apologized for him. So all of a sudden, when the power was turned, You come out, and in this sensitive time, you make those exact same comments. So, I forgive him, but can I say I accept his apology? No, I don't. I don't accept his apology, but I do forgive him. It's going to be me if I see action. I want to see Drew Brees go ahead and speak about this case. And push for these dudes to get convicted and to get what they rightfully deserve, because Drew Brees, to me,
1: yeah.
3: black, I'm, I'm as a black what we do too much is we forget too quick. We don't know how to and forgive, man. Forgiveness doesn't mean use white plate clean, not with your enemy, not with a system that's our enemy. Drew Brees spoke to a system that's been dogging us and dragging us over 400 years. He spoke with it. Why he didn't apologize that quick four years ago? Because the power was in the racist system hand. So that's how I feel. The, then for him making the statement, he said that because grandfather's fought in the war. But what about our ancestors that fought in the war? His grandfather was, was, was able to come home put on their uniforms, and it was applauded. If you study history, the same black people that fought beside them, when they came home, if they wore their uniforms, they were beaten, and some of them was even killed. And Drew Brees know the history of all of this. So to say something like that, it's just going on. Not to mention, I knew George Floyd personally. Shout out to my homies, Corey and. Ray- George Floyd used to be right here in the third floor doing mental, feeding the homeless, helping out the community. So this thing is close to my heart. You know, and I think I think it is a PR stuff. You know, I, I really think it is. And everybody's saying, oh, just move on, move on. And it's about, Sport and this and that. Drew Brees still my quarterback. And this has nothing to do with him as a thing. This is man to man. You know, that's like, you know, it's like how I took it, and I'm going to shut up after this. How I took it, like, got bloods and Crips banging, right? Well, if you go to a Crip funeral that was killed by a couple of bloods, you'd be like, oh man, that flag don't really mean nothing. How, or uh, uh, let me, let me, let me break it down right. You got a blood and Crips banning. Crips get killed by blood. And you go to that funeral speaking crazy about their flags or their rags. Wouldn't they get offended by it? Right? I don't know if I'm breaking it down right. Wouldn't they get offended by it? You know? How could you ask a Crip to bow down to a red flag that just killed one of their brothers? You can't ask that. So why everybody making this out to something is not, the American flag, the constitution, all that has never stood for black people. And it's still not. For me to accept Drew Brees' apology, I wanna see Drew Brees go ahead and put to get convicted. I wanna see Drew Brees get on the forefront to try to change some of these unjust laws for, that's, that's 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 bad for minorities and for black people. That's what I want to see from Breeze. So at the same time, I forgive him, but no, I don't accept an apology because they've been playing us for monkeys too long. That's how I feel. All
0: right, Duke, I know you're a huge, huge, huge um, Saints fan, probably one of the biggest Saints fans I know, you and Mr. C. Uh, you, you you, you, love you some, well, I'm not going to say, I don't want to sound like that, but you like Drew Brees, you like Alvin Kamara, you like the whole squad. What's your
2: thoughts on it? All right. Uh, so, I asked a question this weekend on Facebook, and I got chewed out because people took the question as if, you know, I automatically accepted his apology. And my question was, well, it wasn't really a yeah, it was a question. I said, I've never seen people get mad at an apology. So what is the end goal here? So people chimed in, and the first thing somebody said was, you know, don't take up for you, don't take up from just because he your quarterback. So I'm going to go ahead and start off before I start getting into it by saying this. Number one, my Saints fanhood is not more important than my black and problems. I just want everybody to understand that. Anything I'm saying is not because I'm a Saints fan. I'm saying this because that's just how I feel about things and that's what's in my heart. So... Now that I got that out of the way, Drew Brees, he basically got caught playing both sides of the fence. That's just the bottom line, okay? What happened, I'm, I'm going to explain that. When Colin Kaepernick did it and he took the heat he took, we all seen that anybody who would have t- taken that same path as Colin Kaepernick, something not so good would have probably happened to him. So a lot of people wanted to jump on that bandwagon and say not to disrespect the flag because at that time, that was the right thing to say, to not lose your job, right? We even had one of our own black quarterbacks take that stand, and his name was Dak Prescott. Now, I don't know Dak Prescott's views today. I don't know if he still feels like that, but in Drew Brees' case, Drew Brees said what he thought was gonna be the safe thing to say when he was asked it again. And at this time, he should have thought about what was the right thing to say. He should have thought about the, what we were going through right now at this time and understand that, you know, it's not about the flag. It never was, never was about the flag. You got black teammates that you've been playing with all your life. Your whole career, you've been playing with black teammates. So you got some kind of clue about what's going on with the black community because at some point in time, you got to talk to your black teammates about what's going on out there in the world. When those things happen, there's no way you're not talking to these people. So you had some kind of idea, but what happened was you got caught playing both sides of the fence. You thought that that was the best thing to say and, I, and, and the reason why I'm saying that is because at the end, he ended it off with, we need to all remember that we're all in this together. But it's too late. You already said what you said. You already talked about your grandfathers and, and, and everybody you envision when you're talking about the flag. But at the end of the day, your grandfathers is not the only people who fought and did what they did for that flag, who represents that flag. And, For us having grandfathers, you know, us black people having grandfathers that fought in the war also, that right there should show you that when we protest against the flag, that it's not about disrespecting the flag because we wouldn't disrespect our own grandfathers. We wouldn't do that. So people should have had the common sense to understand that the first time it happened. When we did, when we took a knee, when Colin Kappa Nick knew, he made sure everybody understood what it was about. The narrative changed and everybody jumped to what the, the change narrative was to save their jobs. Now, this is gonna bring me to my next point. Drew Brees makes the apology, right? Okay, of, of course we are not gonna accept it right away because he said it because of the backlash that he got. But, He made another apology the apology he made after he talked with all his black friends and people in the black community you could tell that that one was a little bit different that one was a little bit more heartfelt and that he actually learned a little something and you want to know what he learned this is my opinion but you know what in 24 hours Drew Brees got to feel what it was like to be Colin Kaepernick. In only 24 hours, he got slammed. He got stung hard by one certain, not even one certain community because they got a lot of people that didn't agree what he did, but he got stung hard. But guess what? Colin Kaepernick went through that same thing. And Drew Brees, you felt that. You said you didn't, you you said you don't know what it's like to be black and you never will know, but you're willing to, you're willing to shut up, listen, and learn. Well, that was your first lesson, right there. That backlash you got, that's how black people feel almost <laughs> every day, living in America. You. And you only got 24 hours of that, and you immediately po- apologize. Now, just like you said, uh, just like y'all said, I didn't immediately accept his apology. I still didn't. I do forgive him. I do wanna give him a shot. Why? Because I know Drew Brees is a good person. Drew Brees got a, a squeaky clean track record when it comes to him being a good person in the community and doing things to help people and just being a leader, you know, on and off the field. So I feel like because of the kind of person he is that he deserves a second chance. No, the apology is not enough. And I never said it was enough. And I want everybody who chopped my head off this weekend to understand that part. I never once said that his apology was enough. We do need to see more. He said he's going to do more. I think what he did so far is a good start. Because we all know our president tried to jump in and try to keep the controversy going by telling them he shouldn't have apologized. He should have stood on what he originally thought okay that's cool you might be right to a certain extent but guess what now is the time for everybody to learn better not stand on things that you know is not real so drew Brees decided to take the right path this time and he challenged the president and told him now nah. after talking to my black brothers and people i know in the black community i realized that it's not about the flag and it never was I'm gonna help them be part of, part of the solution. I felt like if, if, okay, if anybody felt like his apology was the PR statement, I would like anybody to tell me how that was a PR statement because if that was a PR statement by challenging the president, that wasn't a good one. But that was the right thing to do and the right thing to say. So my eyes is open. I'm waiting for him to see. I'm I'm waiting to see what else he's going to do. You know, all of the players, my my thing is this. If all of the players who are us, you know, giving him a shot because they know the kind of person he is, they all saying the same thing. You got Joe Horn, who spoke up for him before he apologized. You got DeMario Davis. He feels like Drew Brees' apology was true leadership. And he feels like, You know, that's that's pretty much what led. It kind of had a trickle-down effect because immediately after Drew Brees apologized, we get an apology from the NFL. Now, let's be honest, everybody. Do anybody think that if Drew Brees didn't give this apology that the NFL would have apologized anytime soon? I don't think so. I think he did it immediately because that was the right thing to do. After that time, after seeing what happened, with I, wanted Drew Brees. To, um,
3: they,
2: I wanted to. I wanted to. Go ahead. You saying something? Uh, to you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wanted to touch up um, on what you just said earlier when you said um, uh, Drew Brees um, don't understand what it is to be um, black, but he's willing to learn and ed- educate themselves, so it. And that's the same thing I said to you guys, like um, when you guys have these issues as African-Americans and I got a girlfriend that's black also and I've always had, you know, black friends around me like Duke, um, True and, you know, everybody else that I do know, um, like I always tell them and I've told you guys this many times, man, I don't understand what it is to be black. I don't know what you guys been through, but I'm always willing to learn and try to understand and you guys always, you know, you guys always every time you do get the chance always, you know, show show me the history and kick me kick me down some game behind it because for me as somebody that's Asian American, I only know what my culture has been through. And that's that's the only thing that I know. But I'm all, but I'm always willing to learn. You know what Afri- African Americans have been through and what they had to go through. And as you know, as a kid, and the issues that you guys deal with today. That that's what I just wanted to touch up what you just said when the came. Oh, no no
2: no! That was good. That was perfect, man. Because bro, bro, at the end of the day, that's exactly what's going on with Drew Brees. Okay, just like we had to sit you down, because Keo, me and you, we always talking about racial topics on the phone sometimes and I'm just kicking you some knowledge on how things look to us and the reality of our situations, okay? So at, just like I did that to you, that's what guys like Michael Thomas, Kamara, the Mario Davis, people that, that's really close with Drew Brees in New Orleans and people that know him personally, they gonna be kicking him the game now. Cause at the time he probably didn't think it was that serious. And you know what? A lot of people that I've battled with, I asked them, do you think Drew Brees is racist? They all say no. So at the end of the day, if you don't think he's racist, but he said what he said, that's just a sign of misinformation or not enough information. He has to be put on game. He has huh? to understand that it's that serious for us. Can I jump that, in? See a- that that that's that's a benefit of the white. The, I know a lot of people don't like to hear this, but the truth is, white privilege does exist. When you live your whole life with white privilege, sometimes you don't understand these problems we have really are because you've never experienced them. And people, people that you really love or close to never experienced either to actually give you the game while it's happening. So at the end of the day, Drew Brees got to catch up. He got to catch up. He got to learn from the guys that's willing to teach him. And he got to be willing to stand on the right side of the fence during these times. Right now we're fighting racism. If Drew Brees is not a racist, then Drew Brees is not our enemy. And that's what I wanted everybody to understand on my Facebook post. If he's not the enemy, then we don't need to stay mad at him. If he said he's willing to learn and he's willing to stand on side of us and fight the fight that we fighting, come on. Because at the end of the day, that's what the goal is anyway. We're trying to get people like Drew Brees to understand and finally get it. We want them to get it. I want you got you. Go
0: ahead, go ahead, oh, man, man. Oh. Blake, can I ask you something real quick before you start? Go ahead. Do you think that Drew Brees is a racist? Yes. Okay. Go ahead then.
2: Go
3: ahead. Because your phone, is,
0: your phone is breaking up, but go ahead. Hold on. What about now? We can see you. It's your voice, though.
3: What? What about now? You can hear me better.
0: You good? Go
3: ahead. All right. The reason why I say yes, I think some people are racist and don't even, they're not even aware that they're racist. And I I say that um, I say that very, very carefully, but he said he had to educate himself for him to realize something. Then the NFL turned around and apologize. But what I'm trying to understand is it gets away from black lives matter at a certain point. Lives matter. I'm trying to see how you gotta educate yourself on being sensitive to somebody getting murdered in the street by the hand of a policeman. When the NFL nor Drew Brees, nor the racist white system, I'm not saying nothing against white people because the fact of the matter is the white generation of our time that's here today, we the one who's fighting for the change. We all fighting for it together. And that's why it's gonna change. But what I'm trying to understand is why y'all gotta educate yourself on something, on being sensitive towards a black life when y'all brought the hammer down on Michael Vick for killing some dog on dogs. And I'm sorry, I'm getting loud. But that man had to go to jail for 18 months because he was fighting pit bulls. But here, what they call us a nigga being lynched in the street with a knee on his neck and they got to educate themselves on this stuff? That's why I say all this a bunch of bull crap. Their bottom line was affected and as their money. When you do stuff like that, just like the endorsements was pulled away from Michael Vick and all the rest of these people, that's what was finna happen to the NFL and Drew Brees, and they was finna lose their bottom line. It's never been about us. So if y'all could be sympathetic and all these other racist people out here, y'all, nobody ever once said, give Michael Vick a chance. And he ain't did nothing to a human. He didn't speak nothing against a human. That was some dog on dogs, man. And they gave that boy the gavel. So excuse me, if I think that they all liars, I forgive. Because that's what God wants us to do. Because I ain't going to live with that in my heart. But they liars. It don't take nobody getting you learned to be sympathetic about a human life. Because if that was your child out there, you'd you'd immediately come to the defense. And you wouldn't say nothing towards the other children or something that would make your wife feel bad. So why all of a sudden with us, is always this throughout history, man. We can't never get a break. And that's that's how I feel. And I feel like the black people, we need to stand up like old girl did on the bus. She didn't just not go to the back. They stopped riding the bus. So I think it's time for black people, stop supporting the saints for a little while. And let's kill their bottom line. Stop shopping to all these white-owned stores and let's kill their bottom line. And then we'll see what it's really about. That's what I'm saying. The whole, you know, we too too easy going when they are never that forgiving towards us. We do something wrong and the gavel come down every time. So I ain't got no sympathy for nothing that they say because they constantly, constantly monkey us and they keep doing it and it pains me to see us as black people we constantly always put our hands up man even Jesus went in the temple and started flipping them chairs even he did that because they were robbing and they were abusing people so I'm trying to get it like like I'm trying to I'm trying to understand. Everybody got a conscience. Everybody got a conscience. So you mean somebody gotta how to use your conscience? And, and it's just and that's and that's just where I stand on it. But that's but but that's me. And I think the same way they did us with the Black Wall Street, it's time to do their system like that. Of course we ain't gonna burn it and bomb it and all that. But let's stop supporting these certain businesses and all this stuff, and let's see how it turned out then, and let's see what they're talking about then. Let's see if Kaepernick get off of the job since the NFL apologized. Let's just watch them, you know. And I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm big off of what I see, cause people wolf, and I don't disagree with anything that any of y'all say because I I believe it's it's more than one side to truth. And it's more than one way to look at stuff. But all this white racist society, for those who are like this, the only thing they have ever shown us throughout history is that they wolf. They talk a good game because they know black people are so forgiving. And they know we the undercard and we gonna come begging, like some little fools all over again, Drew Brees said what he said. He meant it. Regardless if he got the backlash, he meant it. He meant it. And like I said, I knew George Floyd. So, I'm not speaking from the outside looking in. I'm speaking from the inside looking out. And he was so he could have so easily speak, to him because he didn't care about that man' life. Period. And he don't care about a black life. So, if his team wanted to rock with him and all this that, man, I'm not rocking with no enemy that put a system that's obviously at hand. Is here. Is here. I don't have no problem with nobody looting. I don't have no problem with nobody rioting. You know why? Not saying I agree with it, but I'm not gonna have a problem with it. Because when these white people went out there and protested for the sake of social distancing, because they were tired of it, they had guns out there. And it once said that the National Guard was gonna be deployed on them. All the cops didn't go out there and beat them with batons and shoot them with rubber bullets shoot them with tear gas. And they had weapons. So America is getting just what it deserves. Like I say, I'm not for violence. I'm not for people hurting people or looting or rioting, but I'm not going to speak against them when America, you caused that. Hmm. And the power, the powers are shifting now. They shifting. And so you know, when somebody started throwing fire in the house, everybody started running. Everybody started running. So it's happening now, you know? And, I'm happy to see it happen. Because yeah. it's about time um, justice start happening for us, man. I'm sorry for getting loud, but it's just I Hey. Oh no, hey. man. Do your thing. See, you see, see how
2: you,
0: how you feel, bro. Gil, right. let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Gil. Do you think that Drew Brees is a
1: racist? No, I don't think he's a racist. And um the reason why is I uh, I I'm I'm looking where I came from and um um, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know what racism is because I was never exposed to racism as far as me being Asian. Like I was never exposed to that from, um, from a child to as growing up. I didn't know how it felt to be racially profiled. I, I, I didn't get that, man. So, like I said, I, I wouldn't understand what you guys went through. And and that's one of the reasons. And I mean, I mean, I know what racism actually is. I I'm what I'm saying is, I was just never exposed to it. And uh, when I when I took a trip to Louisiana for the first time uh, last summer, I was exposed to it, man. And I didn't know it actually existed. It, it shocked me and it surprised me how you know the how the city was so split down in Lafayette. Cause you had the you know you had the the rich white side then you have the side where it's populated by african-americans in lafayette and i just didn't realize it was like that especially in you know down in the dirty south and um and that's something that will always surprise me and shock me but like i said man i don't think drew Brees is racism and um um, and I'll just leave it at that.
2: Okay. That, that, that so side I'm gonna... you, That side of town you was talking about, Keo, is called a north side of Lafayette. Just to, <laughs> to let y'all know. Yeah. yeah. Baby. Okay, so, okay, so <laughs> for everybody
0: out there, Blake is my brother. We have the same dad, and got nothing but love for him, but I totally and utterly disagree with Blake, 1,000%. And when I say I disagree, I do not think Drew B is a racist. I do not. Um, was he insensitive? 1,000% insensitive. Was he wrong? Absolutely. Wasn't the time for that. At the end of the day, he made a huge mistake. A huge mistake. When they asked him the question, should he kneel, um, would he kneel? Now, what's going on? His answer should have been, because I'll tell you this, if he doesn't want to kneel, fine. I'm not even saying he has to kneel but his answer out of his mouth should have said look what happened to george floyd was unfortunate unnecessary and terrible that's what he should have started with and that's my where my issue lies why are we not talking about what's going on i understand the question and you can feel the way you feel he's getting a huge backlash from the people that actually don't agree, I mean, don't agree with us as far as him kneeling or standing, whatever. They giving him a backlash. There's a lot of people, President Trump is giving him a backlash for not for, 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 for apologizing. And you know what? If he is not worried about that, that means to me, his apology is sincere. He apologized not once, not twice. His wife even came on and apologized. Drew Brees' history shows that he's a pretty good guy. Not say pretty good, a really good guy. A really good guy. Like I said, Blake, did he make a huge mistake? Absolutely. Now, does the apology stop with I'm sorry? Of course not. If I do something to someone, one of you guys on this show right now, or I do something to my wife, let me use my wife better yet. I cheat on my wife. You think she's gonna forgive me by me saying I'm sorry? Oh, I'm sorry, baby. No, action definitely has to follow that. I am 1,000%. I think Kiyo Duke brought it up. Action has to follow. But as a man, we, you just said, um, Blake, you said that God wants us to forgive. And you actually taught me this a long time ago. I remember I was 14 years old. For y'all that don't know, me and Blake didn't actually grow up together because we have the same dad. We're going to be real on here. Let's talk about it. Um, So... Blake and I kind of met up, you know, not later on in life. And I met him in my teenage years. I want to say around my teenage years, early teenage years. And Blake told me something that really always stuck in my mind. If God can forgive, who are we not to forgive? So when it comes to Drew Brees' situation, was it foul? Yeah. Was it wrong, in my opinion, estimation? Yeah. As far as how he addressed it. If he don't want to, if he don't want to nip, by all due respect, I'm not even tripping on that. He has that right as an American to say, I'm gonna stand up during the national anthem. And this is why. But my problem was how insensitive he was towards what's going on in America. And he, like you said, like he knows what's going on. And he could have started with that. But to sit here and call him a racist, I don't agree with that. I think that that's a little far-fetched for me. And I'm not sitting here saying that you, you know, you can't feel the way you feel, but that's how I see things. Now I want to ask y'all this as far as moving forward, because I believe in you apologize, all I can do is take you for your word. Um, especially somebody that hasn't, you know, been in the limelight for being racist or disrespectful to people and actually caring about people. What can he do? What can he do moving forward? to earn your
3: trust back, Blake? Um, Let me address the racist part, just real quick. When I say a racist, we may be looking at it in the sense how we normally look at it, like, oh, that's a racist. They hate this person or that person. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying racism is an attitude, it's a mindset. You could be racist towards a certain perspective or a certain, or you, you, or, or you could have a racist stand. So when I'm saying that, I'm not saying that he downright hate. people. that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he has a racist mentality. He has a racist perspective. After all, the insensitivity that he had towards a black life—that is racist. The, so, 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 so that's what I mean. I'm not saying was Klan racist. No. I'm not saying white supremacy stuff. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying his, his perspective. But to get away from that, what I think he could do, I want to see if he real about it, like I say, because they've been monkeying us for over 400 years. If he real about it, I want to see Drew Brees be on the forefront in speaking on how these men should be convicted. I want to see Drew Brees Fight to change some of these laws that Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton put into place when they passed that 13th. I want to see him on the forefront. You know why? I don't care nothing about the donations that you've been giving to the city of New Orleans and the nonprofits. I don't care nothing about that. I don't care that you won the Walter Payton Award. You know why? Because they still give niggas welfare and they still shoot them same niggas. They still give niggas welfare and food stamps and they still lock up them niggas in So I don't care about your money that you give giving. I want to see you be willing to lose it all like Kaepernick was. That's what I want to see from Drew Brees. I want to see that. Are you, wasn't, are you willing to lose it all like he was willing to be so insensitive? And it may seem kind of harsh, but like I said, he spoke for a system that's been in place for a long time that's been killing us.
0: So so, so, your biggest problem is that he didn't bring up the George Floyd situation. Let me get that straight, because
3: as far as him kneeling or standing, you have no issue with him standing oh, or kneeling. You got a right. Like if you want to kneel, if you want to stand, because you believe what you believe about the flag. I don't, I don't have an issue. I never said the pledge ever in my life when I was in school, I wouldn't even stand up and I got in trouble sometime, but I never said it because I understood it from a young boy. Never said it. So I don't have a problem if a man wanna stand up and say it. My thing is, you have no regard for a human life. And that's what you showed me. You don't have no regard for a human life. My, my apologies. I just wanna know, I'm, I'm just trying to understand.
0: When they asked him the question, because I don't, I don't know, I don't even know the question they asked him. I'm not gonna lie, because actually Jasper and Keo, I think our Duke and Keo, one of them, I saw the, the, the Drew Brees' response. But what was the question asked to him? If y'all can, kind of, uh, you know, let me know.
2: They asked him during these times, knowing that NFL players might possibly bring back the protesting. I think they asked him what he felt about that, and he answered it. Okay. You know what? To, To carry on from that. I feel like I feel like that was a setup question. Because from what else I read, they wasn't even supposed to talk about that. I think that was an interview he was supposed to endorse some kind of business or something like that. And that was brought up. I'm not sure if that's correct, but you know, from what I heard that wasn't even supposed to be part of the interview. But he felt, he said what he felt in his heart. He said what he felt was right at the time. Why? Mm-hmm. Because he was taught all his life, that's what he was taught. And when you taught that, you're gonna automatically go off of what you already know when something is right there on the spot. You know what I'm saying? If he actually had time to think about what he was saying, he probably would have answered that differently. But that was an on-the-spot question. And when you're on the spot, you gotta say what you really feel. You can't make up nothing on the spot. So that's what came out. You can tell that he was just, you just don't get it. You don't get it. And that's what everybody's reaction was. Like, do you still not get it? Now, I will tip my hat off to... Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers got it and he been got it. And he showed that the first time when Colin Kaepernick did it. So my thing is, did Drew Brees not see that there's other people that look just like him that get it? So at some point, you know what I'm saying, he had to get it, but there was never anything that was that Mm -hmm. there was never Mm -hmm. anything that impacted him that much, that hard for him to finally be like, you know what? I really need to shut up and really figure it out and see what's going on. Because, you know, it's really that serious to them. And that's probably what it is. And, and, and I'm pretty sure there's more people out there that's just like Drew Brees. And some of them might be the same color as us. Because y'all gotta think, it's not just white people that think that, kneeling is disrespecting the flag i've heard black people say the same mm-hmm. thing yeah. so all but
0: but, but 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 duke i don't think that's our issue like i think that we all in agreeance that he can stand we ain't tripping if he stands yeah it's yeah, the point that he didn't, like a, he didn't address the george floyd situation initially and he wasn't sensitive to it
2: yeah and 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 that's why i felt like it was a setup question because He brought up during the times that we're going through right now, and we all know what that is, but then he made it about the actual national anthem and the NFL. So
0: to change the narrative.
2: Exactly. So the guy interviewing him set it up that way so he can just speak only on the national anthem. Because if it was a whole interview about everything, I'm pretty sure Drew Brees would have touched on it. But that's not me making excuses for him. That's just going off of I just know Drew Brees is a good guy and I don't think he would purposely say something like that to to just be ignorant on purpose. I don't think he would be ignorant on purpose. He he said what was really in his heart because he was on the spot. So being that his response to that question was just an uneducated response, now it's time for you to learn. Now it's time for everybody like him to learn, okay? We're going to be mad. We're going to forgive you. we never going to forget. That's pretty much everybody's uh attitude right now. And earlier, uh, Free Bar, I feel you on that about how we always, you know, forgiving. We always, you know, putting our hands up in this and that. Guess what, though? And this is a lesson people that, People that's not our, our, that people that's not us, y'all can learn if y'all didn't already know that. That's just in us as people, period. Black people, period. We love everybody even though we know everybody don't love us. That's always been in us, and that's why we've been surviving so long with this happening to our people. Why? Because we still know how to get out there and survive in the world regardless of people that don't look at us as an equal. We still know how to do that. So Drew Brees can actually learn from that, knowing that he hurt so many people and they are still willing to give him another shot. And a lot of other people seeing that should learn from that as well. Y'all should learn. Like we are the people that you want. You wanna be on our side. You wanna be with us. Cause guess what? We gonna be on your side when you got a problem. That's something that's in us too. We ride with everybody. We ride with everybody. Okay, y'all got an issue. Y'all want us to ride with y'all? Cool. I feel that. Why? Because we about what's real. We about what's right. You know? And I'm not gonna say everybody out there, our color is doing everything right. What I'm saying is what's naturally in us is love. We love everybody. So we could be mad at ourselves. We could be mad at ourselves always forgiving people, but guess what? That's not going to go away. We're going to always do that. We feel like we shouldn't do it now, but we're going to end up doing it later on anyway. Why? Because Drew Brees is not even our main issue. Drew Brees said something and I felt like what Drew Brees did was something that needed to happen because some immediate change came right after it. Right? What, what happened that? with Drew Brees needed to happen because something else happened right after. And that was the NFL offering an apology to that community and saying that they should listen to their players, more, and they're going to be open to letting the players freely protest. I really feel like if this didn't happen with Drew Brees, that that wouldn't have came out that soon. But you know what? This is what we've been waiting for. It's here. We can't really tell if they're real or not. We don't know. But if they are real, if this is what we've been waiting for, we got to pick the ball up and roll. We got to pick the ball up and go with it. You know what I'm saying? If Drew Brees say he going to be on our side, cool. You know, that Michael Thomas and and Kamara and Demario Davis slapping behind his head in the locker room. Come on, man. What you doing, man? Why you? Come on, man. You know what it is, man. Don't come on, man. You know that's what that that's what's gonna have to happen they're gonna have to keep keep being that brother to him like he said they are and keep teaching them. and we're gonna have to we have to put our energy that we had towards drew Brees towards the people that's really that really <laughs> deserves to feel that energy. You know and that's kind of what I was explaining to people when I was debating over the weekend like bro we could put all this energy behind that but He's not really the enemy. He's somebody that's taught wrong. He's been taught, not taught wrong. He hasn't been taught enough. He hasn't been taught enough. So now that he's willing to learn, it's on to our next problem. It's on to our next issue. We can't keep kicking a dead horse. You know what I'm saying? Drew Brees got what he got. He don't ever, I guarantee y'all, he don't ever want to feel like that ever again. And he's going to do whatever it takes to not feel like that again. We did Absolutely. exactly what we had to do. We stung him. And anybody who thinks that the guys that's giving him an apology <laughs> is doing that as a publicity stunt or a PR move, just think about this. If that was a publicity stunt to accept his apology, then what do you call them actually calling him out when he did it? So if that was a if if, if his if their apology is a publicity stunt, then what is calling them out? They called him out. They were his teammates and they called him out. Nah, man, that's ignorant. Nah, we don't care if you don't agree. So they mm. called him out. And you know what? When, when he's seen the people close to him call him out like that, it's touching. Then you've seen all those people in New Orleans, F. Drew Brees, F. Drew Brees, you've seen how fast things can turn on you just like that by being on the wrong side at the wrong time. And I guarantee you, he ain't gonna wanna do that again. He not. So guess what, it's on to the next. Roger Goodell, you said y'all gonna be open to listening to the players and open to the protest? Well, cool, we shouldn't have no more issues. Y'all already know what's next. Somebody lost their job behind what you just (laughs) said you gonna be open to. So guess what? It's time to give that man back his job. And I want to see Drew Brees push for that. I want to see Drew Brees say, you know what? Now that I learned that this ain't about the flag, we need to do what's right. And we need to give Colin Kaepernick his job back. Um, And I already know once Drew Brees does something like that, it's going to be a trickle-down effect. Everybody else is going to start doing it. But that's what we need. That's what we need. We need stuff like that. We need that to happen. That's why we need you breeze on our side. If there was anybody I would want on our side, that's not us. That's a good dude for us to be for us to have on our side. I don't hate him. I don't like what he said. I'm not gonna forget it. But that's a good dude. We're gonna teach him, we're gonna get him right. We're gonna get everybody right that's like him. They just gotta listen, like he said. Y'all, if y'all listen to us. We gonna get y'all to understand, whether it's aggressively or if it's intelligently. We gonna get y'all to understand some kind of way. Now that y'all listen, the spotlight is finally on us. We need to make sure that while we have the spotlight as black people, we need to be smart and really get people to understand us now that they're paying attention. We can't be ignorant. We can't be acting the, you know what I'm saying? We can't act the, we got to show them that we smarter than whatever they thought we were. We got to show them that, hey, we really just want to be equal. We really just want free. We want, we want, we want to be free just like y'all. We want equal opportunity just like y'all. We're not asking for anything special. We're not asking to be put put on the pedestal. We just want to have it just like y'all. And that's all there is to it. And if we can't get that, then this is what it's gonna be. There is no more compromising. There is no more you know, waiting around and letting things happen on their own. We going after it right now. And we're not gonna stop until it it, it happens because that's enough. That's enough. The George Floyd situation, it shouldn't have took all the way up to that for everybody to finally start seeing that this is a real serious thing you know because everybody else who died before him their lives matter too y'all should have got it that around that time as well but the fact that everybody was able to witness him lose his life right there and nobody did anything about it and it's like oh wow like keo said keo you never been exposed to anything like that before so that's why whenever me and you would talk on the phone you would have questions, and sometimes I'd be like, "Are you serious, man? You really can't see that?" And you would be like, "No, man, I don't understand." So that's what we gotta—that's what we gotta understand about all these other people mm-hmm. and their opinions like that. They just don't understand, and it's not their fault they don't understand. They don't—they ain't learned from us. They gotta learn it from us. A white person can't teach them about black problems,
0: but they—they—they—but but they can teach them love. And they can see that things are wrong. Love should be oh. in you regardless. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I know Q. Yeah. You I know you had wanted to say something, Kyo. I wasn't trying to cut you off because I was gonna let you keep going,
1: but I know Q had wanted to say something. What you had wanted to say, Q. Um, I I think a lot of people are making this their own narrative because it's like I feel like George Floyd ha- is has been forgotten and people are making things their own agenda and joe and just remember man a man that just got his life taken away and we're not even talking about george floyd no more which is really sad but um as far as far as um as far as that goes besides you know r.i.p george floyd with the nfl minorities you know Needing to hire minorities when the NFL came out with the news to D- Drew Brees apologizing to Vic Fangio coming out to the um, um, uh, Roger Goodell issuing a statement. All of these things that's happening right now is a good thing that's happening. The reason why I'm saying it's a good thing because you're, you're people are actually realizing that. It's an, it's an existing issue that's actually happening happening right now. Before coming to last year, two years ago, three years ago, even with the Kaepernick stance, people didn't think those issues existed. People brushed Kaepernick off. Now with all of these things happening, all these news coming out, even with Jake fromm also, these things are good that is happening right now because these type of things, People are starting to realize that these issues do exist right now in the world. Absolutely. Um, I'll say this: forgiveness is part of love. You know, I want
0: I want to make sure that we understand that forgiveness is part of love. Um, with Drew Brees, I guess nobody. I think he had what happen. Like I said, with him being insensitive about the situation, I guess the only reason why I can kind of sympathize with him. because I know I've done a lot of stupid things in my life said a lot of stupid things to my wife maybe or to my mom you know it's stuff that I didn't even mean I'm not trying to compare the two but and I wanted forgiveness like Keo brought up you know um with us I wanted forgiveness and um I think that we should forgive him that's my opinion like I said I hope that but the biggest thing is Drew Brees, if you if, I, if you tune into this show, action got to follow that, man. Now, as far as Roger Goodell and everybody coming out and saying that they apologize, the whole trickle-down effect, like Teo said, it's a good thing. But to piggyback off of what Duke said, you could have did that in 2016. Yeah. When Colin Kaepernick <laughs> took the knee. Mm-hmm. You could have did that in 2016. It shouldn't have to be all of this. I'm glad that we're, you know, we're talking about it now. Like I said, I, I believe conversations could change everything. Conversations, being honest with ourselves, being real with ourselves, seeing what's going on. When I see something wrong going on, I'm saying, man, that's that's wrong. That's yeah. wrong. Regardless if it's Duke, regardless if it's Blake, regardless if it's Keel, whoever it is, if my own mom doing something wrong, I gotta be able to call out and say, man, you don't do that, man. That's wrong. We have to be real with ourselves. Um those three those three cops, that, that's what really made it bad. Three cops, you standing right around, right around, man. You gotta say something. You gotta say something. Um, but as far as the whole whole Roger Goodell, let me tell you something about these coaches. I, I, I have to say this. Now, this is one thing that I don't agree with. And y'all feel free to say whatever y'all wanna say, that's fine. But the coaches that saying, man, we should have signed cap. I wanted to sign cap, I don't want to hear none of that, bro. Yeah. I don't want to hear none of that because it. if you wanted it. to sign Cap, you should have did it. Yeah. Period. You shouldn't Let's have worried about the backlash. You should have did it. So now you coming out four years later saying I should have did this. I wish I could have did this. Look, Kaepernick not dead. Kaepernick's still in shape. You want to sign him? Go sign. Him. Be, be what you saying, you're gonna do. Uh, follow that, that 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 what your word is with action and then we'll believe you. But don't tell me that you want to sign him. You would have signed him. Pete Carroll, you still the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. you still the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks in 2020. If you want to sign him, sign him. Don't tell the public that I was wrong about this. You know how you make that biggest statement? Hold that number seven up, Kaepernick jersey, and say Colin Kaepernick is now a Seattle Seahawks. So all the coaches out there, I don't want to hear nothing about you. You should have signed him. You could have signed him. You would have signed him. Nah, sign him. Just do and it. that's even if Cap wants to play, man.
3: Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if he wants to play now.
0: I don't think he want to be in the
3: NFL. And I can't blame him.
0: I can't even blame him. Yeah. I can't even blame him. That's like you telling me to go back and work for a company that blackballed me. Mm-hmm. That blackballed me. That didn't... That I, I wasn't violent. I didn't disrespect anybody. I took a knee. Now, whether you think that's disrespectful or not, that was a peaceful protest, which yep. he has every right, every right to do. So, I don't want to hear nothing about them coaches saying they want to sign him. They have every opportunity. Yep. But Blake, did you want to touch on the the, the, the whole Roger Goodell stuff? Oh, uh, nah. I feel the same way with him. <laughs> <I feel> the- <laughs>
3: It ain't nothing different. It ain't nothing different, you know. I forgive him too, though, like like I said. The apology is yet to be accepted by what they do. No, so I him. I feel the same way about him. Because he got more power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The players yeah. are granted him absolute power. He can do whatever he want. Could have did whatever he wanted.
0: So definitely, definitely. We can, we can think
3: of a few
2: teams right now sure. that could use. Go ahead, We can think of a few teams <laughs> right now that could use Colin Kaepernick. Oh yeah, they could use. Give me they one. Give
0: use. me one. Give me one.
2: So man, <laughs> let's talk. let's um, let's go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> well, they can get Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. They can't tell me that they sent this. They, they they can't tell me that they locked and loaded with Gardner Minshew, <laughs> Sam <laughs> Darnold. He can get out of there. Colin <laughs> Kaepernick can go play for the Jets. They got some teams that can get him right now. So how would you, how would you, feel, the Saints?
0: How would you feel if Drew Brees says sign him to the Saints?
2: I mean, I ain't gonna lie. If that happens, I'ma say that's doing too much. Okay. That's yeah. doing too much because y'all know that's not that's not what's really in y'all heart. Y'all don't that we we already know who Sean Payton wants to go with next. I know a lot of people don't like it. Oh, that,
0: man, those don't start. But we're but, but we not going to start gear. on that. We're not, <laughs> not going to get off
2: topic. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but nah, man, I think that would be too much. But they got, they got teams out there that's not sure at quarterback that Kaepernick can definitely play for and start and make that team better. No matter if anybody agrees with his playing style, right now in today's NFL, Y'all see the quarterback position evolving. I know Boy. we see it. They, y'all see it evolving. This is Kaepernick's – this is this is, this is is the uh, era that Kaepernick belongs in. He can get on a team right now. Oh, yeah. He can get on a team right now. I don't want to hear nothing about his playing style because his playing style is what the NFL quarterback position is, is coming to. Well, it's already here. Yeah. Go, go, yeah. look.
0: Gil, what you
1: think, Gil? Um. So as far as um. So before I get to Kaepernick, um, I wanted to get to the NFL. Uh, with Roger Goodell's apology. I didn't. I don't have a problem with it. I'm glad that he came out. It really made me really happy because they realized that they were wrong, and I'm glad to admit that that they were actually wrong about it. The problem was he didn't mention Kaepernick's name in that apology. He said NFL players. That's the only problem I had with it. I thought he should have actually mentioned his name. As far as Kaepernick goes, I, I do think he does want to play because he the NFL has been against him. They've been blackballed against him. For him to go back into the league, and I'm pretty sure – there's some, you know, racist executives and, you know, owners or VPs out there for him to go back in the league and said, hey, I'm here and you can't do a damn thing about it. And that would mean something. And I definitely believe Kaepernick can still play. He's definitely in good shape um, based off of his last workout. As far as like an ideal destination, I think Kaepernick Mm -hmm. could play for. I think the ideal destination that makes complete sense to me, I'm going to say the Las Vegas Raiders, man. I think the Las ah. Vegas Raiders would be a, a definitely right. Um,
2: definitely,
1: Car- yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Derek Carr's on his way out of here, uh, out of Las Vegas. I don't think Gruden wants a mirror. I don't think that's a Gruden guy. And I think with Kaepernick there, um, Las Vegas will definitely support them. I know the Bay Area. No matter where the Raiders go, they're still gonna support the Raiders, no matter what. And the Bay Area, it they get he, Kaepernick really has a huge support when it comes to um when the uh when it comes to the Oakland Raiders. And and the revenues would be skyrocketing right now, man. Are you talking about ratings? You, They find out Kaepernick's back in the NFL, th- that, that yeah. thing will skyrocket off the roof, ratings That's will go off the roof, and everybody will want to see what Kaepernick's going to do, or if he could play, or if he's going to be a starter. And I believe he can be a starter in the NFL more than just a backup quarterback.
2: He's definitely Half be good be rooting enough to, be- for to do good. Half going to be rooting for him to fail. But it's all yeah. still, it's all going to be good for the NFL anyway. Everybody going to be tuned in.
1: But there's no doubt in my mind that Kaepernick is at, at worst to, a good enough to be a backup quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. And I think he still can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I just, I mean, I, I'm i I'm really crossing my fingers, and I really hope the NFL does sign them and a team that's, that's going to stick up and say, hey, man, I don't give a damn what you guys got to say. We signing Colin Kaepernick.
0: Okay, so before we finish this off, I just want to ask y'all two questions. Y'all answer it. Do you think Colin Kaepernick's ever going to play in the NFL again? And if he does, <laughs> uh, where? And you can say, well, no, I don't think he's going to play, but if
2: he does, this is where?
0: Um duke, what you think?
2: Um I can't really say where I could I could name all the teams I think should give them a shot because y'all what y'all got now that ain't it. So I'ma say I'ma say the Jets, the Jaguars, we <laughs> got the Patriots. Patriots don't know who the quarterback is yet. Oh, <laughs> Hey, let's let, let, let,
1: Don't go there! Don't go there!
2: Yeah, we not we not gonna start that BS. But yeah, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, man, the Brock. I see somebody in the comments saying the Broncos. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, man, they they got bro. They got a few teams that could use him as a starter right now, or as a backup right now, but at least a backup like. Nobody can honestly sit here and tell me that they feel like Colin Kaepernick's skills is not good enough to at least be a backup because they got some trash out there that's in the, that got a job. Let's just be real. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Got some trash please, got I, a job. And we're not going to sit here and act like all that trash is all they're all better than Colin Kaepernick. So anybody who makes that argument, and we know why y'all make that argument, I'm going to go ahead and call that out. Anybody who made the argument that Colin Kaepernick is not in the league because of his skills, you're lying to yourself. Oh, shot <laughs> fired. You uh, know why he wasn't in the league.
0: Blake. <laughs> Blake, yes or no, is he going to play in the NFL again? And if so,
3: where? Nah, I don't think he will. I don't think he want to. Okay. I think they offered it. I think he would tell them no. And the reason why I think that is because I don't think it needs to be said throughout history, and I don't think Kaepernick wanted to be said that the NFL graced him because of what happened. I don't think he wanna give the NFL no credit. So I think he'll he'll push him aside because he's standing for something greater. That's just me personally. I wouldn't Okay, Kia, okay. what you think? Yes, I, or no? I
1: think he does. I I am going to say yes. I think he does want to play and I think he is going to get signed. I think his peers, especially guys like DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Deshaun Watson, um he, um even um even uh even uh even guys like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers uh, even the uh guys from the Saints do want to see him play and come back and I think he do. And I just want to respond to somebody in the comment section. Nobody is comparing him and acting like Kaepernick's a Hall of Famer. Let's, <laughs> let's get that straight right now. <laughs> All right. So, All I said was he deserves to play. That's it. <laughs> okay, so, so what I'll say is
0: this. I'm with Blake on this one. I don't think he's going to play in the NFL again, and I can definitely understand why. Now, I will say if he's going to return, I think the Chicago Bears should sign him. I keep saying they need a side cam, Newton. They need to do something because that situation is not what's up to me at hey, all. Man, <laughs> well, I'm gonna stop. Don't get me. Don't get me started on Mitchell Trubisky right you know, now. <laughs> Tr- Trubisky. Okay, but let me let me let me let me let me end it like this, man. Look, love is what's gonna change this world, man. Um, we want unity. Like like Duke said, we just want everything equal, man. We want everything equal. That's all we asking for. Our love is going to change it. Whether we agree or disagree on this subject, you know what it is. The thing is, we had the conversation. We had the conversation. That's, that's a start for me. That's definitely a starting point. Whether you're uncomfortable, but I agree with Duke. I actually shared it on my Instagram. When it's pure and it's from the heart, you shouldn't be uncomfortable to say how you feel.
2: Yeah, you shouldn't be ashamed to say what you got to see, man. It's, it's coming from the heart. That'll that's right. That will be ashamed of what's in your heart. And, and, and I do want to say this, and I, and I and I know I don't want to start on this big old
0: riot again because we're about to, you know, talk about other things on the Let's Talk About the Show. But everybody that's saying, you know, why everybody tripping over Drew Brees saying he wanted to stand? And y'all know who y'all are. All he said he wanted to do was stand. Ask yourself why you got mad when Colin Kaepernick took a knee. that's a double standard you you, you can't do that you can't do that you can't do that so i just wanted to say that but appreciate you gentlemen y'all y'all more than welcome to stick around for the rest of the show i got the sneaker of the week coming um y'all can y'all more than willing to guess if y'all want to bounce out i do appreciate you free boy blake (laughs) my dog duke dog
2: um it's up to y'all man what y'all want to do Man, I'm I'm a, I'm am I'm am going to try to guess that sneaker of the week because the clues you gave early. I know. <laughs> so before before yes. we, I'm going to give, it, I'm a give, give a,
3: another yeah. clue. Hold
2: up. Before you guess,
0: I'm going to give another clue out. So Blake, you sticking around? Stick around for a little while. All Be, right.
2: So before we so, b- before we get to that though, before we get to that while we still closing out this subject, I want to okay. say this. This is what I forgot to say early everybody that that's seeing what's going on whether you believe is real or fake all I'm gonna say is this I'm I want to believe that what's going on has really changed because honestly I've never seen any white man or sports figure publicly apologize directly to the black community like that ever in my life I've never seen that before. So as much as we angry and we still mad at what happened, we got to realize that that's something I ain't, That's that's that was actually something that we can say is kind of like history. I don't know if it was ever done before. I'm saying I've never seen it. And not only did he do it, but another one right after that. So we've seen one white sports figure publicly apologize to the black community. And then we've seen the commissioner of one of the biggest billionaire money-making corporations in the world publicly apologize directly to the black community as well. So what we need to do is not be so angry and notice that changes on the way. I feel like that's a W developing for us. That's a W. That's a W for everybody, man. That's 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 something that everybody needs to learn from and, and take take that with us to the end goal. The end goal is for everybody to be on that note. Even whether it was real or fake, everybody needs to learn from that. And that's all definitely. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna end that on that.
0: Definitely, definitely. And once again, um the what we're gonna always talk about, we're not gonna stop talking about RIP, George Floyd. We we want the conviction. We saw it on our own two eyes. That's that's the initial topic. We ain't you know, we can try to change the narrative, but we're not gonna get off of it. We want the conviction because we saw it with our own two eyes. Um, definitely RIP to that brother, man. And um condolence to his friend, friends, family. I didn't even know Blake knew him. I knew he be they, they say he's in Houston a lot. I know Blake's in lives in Houston, so I I, I learned something new on this show tonight. Um but with that being said. I appreciate you gentlemen for being on here with us tonight, man. It's always a a pleasure. All right. All right. So now we're going, you know, it's hard to always switch subjects when you have such a serious topic and then you switch it to something really light. Um, But this is the the seventh installment of the MDS Let's Talk About It Sneaker of the Week. So I did show the box earlier, and normally I give three clues to my main man, Keo, who's right now currently a, a whopping one in five on the guesses. That's terrible. <laughs> but, uh, That's you know, terrible I know it's tough, it's tough to guess these shoes, but I'm going to give y'all some good guesses. I'm going to give y'all some good guesses, so hopefully y'all can guess this sneaker. So the first clue, it is a Jordan or a Nike. It comes from that brand. It comes from that brand. I'll even eliminate one for you so you kind of get it a little closer. It is a Nike. Jordan has nothing to do with this shoe. Nothing to do with this shoe. Oh,
1: my God.
0: <laughs>
2: That's cute. That's cute, Come Come
0: on, man. Okay, okay, hold up. Let me help y'all out. Okay, so historically, from the Nike brand, this is one of the most historic shoes. Historically, especially Kiyo in the California area, the LA area for one. And the movie, I, I gave um a, a, a clue saying it was from a big time movie. This movie took place in the 90s. A lead star wore, this, wore these shoes in the movie. So think, I mean, and I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I know y'all seen the movie because everybody and their mama saw the movie or you heard of the movie. Um, So mm, I it's it 19, I'll even give y'all the exact exact year. The movie came out in 1994. The shoe, another clue. It's big in California, it's big around the world. It's big around the world, but LA, I'm gonna give you this last clue, kill. This is the only clip. I give you this one and you don't get this. Oh, I, I wasn't even going to give you this clue, so I'm
2: giving I this to you. That movie uh, is Friday. Okay. I,
0: so, you know you know what it is, Blake, without me giving no more clues?
2: Like Blakey will guess it, dude.
0: All right. Kendrick Lamar has a variation of the shoe. But I have a different one, but it's not the Kendrick Lamar, but it's a different <laughs> variation. Yo, what, shoe what do I have. I
3: have? Here's the box. I ain't gonna even say it. I already know what it is. <laughs> he look like he thinking hard. Think, think, LA. It was.
1: <laughs> it's part that's of the job. <laughs> come on, man. I have that's, no that's, idea that's what you're talking you about it. right now. I I don't know. I don't know
2: what what what, what shoe you're talking about. Duke, you know? No, you, you you lost me when you said it didn't have nothing to do with Jordan. <laughs> nothing to do with Jordan. I, Blake! I, I, uh, I thought you was talking about the Space Jams.
0: Okay, no. Blake, what you think?
2: Uh,
3: I, got, I thought Keogh got a guess. <laughs> no, you're all he does. <laughs> nah, How he not... made you man up? Keogh know, because you say you've you been giving the clues. Facebook,
0: anybody know what shooting says before I reveal it? Are we going to guess? Are you going to at least give a guess, Keo? Or are you just going to take the air?
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Okay, This is, this okay, is the so, hardest one. <laughs> so Kendrick
0: Lamar has a signature shoe that's just like this, but it's just a different colorway and whatnot. Okay, so let me see if I can give you another clue. Because I'm really trying to get you to get this. This was the first the very first running shoe in Nike history.
2: Running shoe.
0: Running shoe.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> when I think about when I think about oui, oui, the oui, West oui, oui, Coast oui, oui, oui. when I think when I think about the West Coast and 95 uh, the Air, air, air firsts-
0: Max No
1: no, no, no. When I when I think about the West Coast and people started wearing it, especially down in Cali, I'm I'm gonna say the the Nike Cortez's. Ding 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 ding! <laughs> you got it right. So
0: so right here, this infamous shoe was worn by Forrest Gump. In the movie, Forrest Gump, He's now, he puts the shoes on and he says, I'm going for a run. And he runs across the nation. He oh. wore these very shoes. This is the Cortez Forrest Gump edition oh. Nike shoe. Oh. oh. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: So, so, Gump shoes. so Nobody this shoe came with- out. The initial release was in 1972. Just think about that. Forrest Gump came out in 94. A lot of, and I'm not trying to make this about gangsters, but in LA, Kyo just brought it up. A lot of people, gangs, wear this shoe. Yeah, they, call they it the, still do. They call it the Dope Man Nike or the gangster Nikes. That's the name of this Gangsta shoe. But, it, but they call it the Cortez. That's the real name. They got that name. For anybody there, I'm going to give you a little history real quick. So Nike, initially, when the brand first started, was actually a distribution company that actually was called BRS, Blue Ribbon Sports, who actually distributed for um, a company in J- uh, Japan, I believe. Um, and the crazy thing about this shoe is they wanted to call it Aztec. But Adidas had a shoe called Aztec, so Nike couldn't call it that. So they got the name Nike, obviously, everybody pretty much knows this if you're a big sneakerhead, uh, from the Greek goddess of victory, Nike, right? So that's where they got the name Nike from. But the Cortez name, they got that from her name, Cortez. He was a guy that led a, 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 a war to knock off the Aztecs. So, this is the Cortez Nike Cortez OG, um, inspired by Forrest Gump and Tom Hanks. Here we go. Let me get it. Let me get it open right here. So right here Lord, it, says it, Cortez took, basic it, it took letter. long
2: to open that box. <laughs> <laughs> so Lord. We, got,
0: we got. I got. I gotta keep y'all anticipated. <laughs> the anticipation has to be on. So we got the white varsity red. Here we go. That basically retails anywhere from seventy to five dollars. $100. So we just open the box. We got the simple paper, regular paper, and here we go. Yeah. The Nike Cortez. Better known in the South as the Gangster Nike, and on yeah. the West Coast the Dope Man Nike. A lot of people know it as that. You got the red swoosh right here. You got the red back. You got the swoosh on the other side. You got the royal blue around it. Um, I think it's a dope shoe. I grew up actually wearing shoes like this. Um, I actually had the um Carolina blue, the white with the Carolina blue on it. That check right here on mine. Um, this shoe, like I said, it started the jogging movement. The release date recently was June first in 2017. Bill Bowerman was the creator of this shoe. He created this shoe. He wanted to create a shoe right before the 1972 Olympics, which took place in Mexico. Oh, I'm just trying to make sure I can catch it from every angle. You know, Blake, I gotta make sure you can see them, you know. Like oh, yeah. I said, as far as, as far as Gump 40s For everybody out there, I know everybody knows about Whitney Houston and her her um national anthem during Super Bowl 25. She actually had these pair of shoes on in that, in that in that um, performance. Also, you see a lot of celebrities, Elton John Wardies, Farrah Fawcett Ward in Charlie's Angels, this very shoe right here. This is one of the most popular shoes when you think about the year it came out to the year to date. People are still wearing this shoe in 2020. This shoe came out in 1972. Think about that. The second ever Nike shoe ever. This is the second Nike shoe in the history of Nike. When Nike first started, Carolyn Davidson from Portland University, she she created the swoosh for thirty-five dollars. Wow, for thirty-five dollars. What, what size that million,
2: is, man? Huh? What size <laughs> that is, brother? Right Eleven. That's, that's exactly. That's gonna go perfect with that shoe.
0: <laughs> Look at him, you crazy, at him. but um, I think it's a dope shoe. Um, like I said, Keo, I helped you, out. I said it's a real popular shoe in the West Coast. What would you rate it,
1: Keo, on a scale of one to five? Um, I'm gonna give it three out of five. Okay, I'm not like like I said, I'm not a big fan of, you know, the the white shoe, uh, because it gets. Dirty easily, but um, I I like the design of it, and that one is really rare. the 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 white and red one's really rare, but I'll never ever wear those shoes because you wear it down in the you wear, you wear it down you you wear it down in the West Coast. You you, you definitely gonna get your temperature checked down here. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, oh. Hey, and this is actually um the first colorway. The only other thing on the first
1: original colorway, it had gray up here and like through the back, like like the gray I, in the middle. I, I, I just I just wanted to say like the most common one I would always see down in down in California because a lot of the people wore it, and obviously there's a lot of the gangs down here, and there still is the, the most common one that people wore the most was the all black Cortezes with the mm-hmm. with the white Nike swoosh.
0: Yep, yep. Duke, what you ready, Duke?
2: Oh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a little three, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because number one, I'm a high top. I like high top shoes. And number two, you see the front of them shoes. After about a week or two away, <laughs> man, all them, all the things gonna be all wrinkling and crinkling. And nah, uh, man, that it, them, them them shoes is good to wear in a video, and then put them things in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey,
0: hey, Blake, what you think? What you rating them? One uh, to five.
2: Well, you know, I only wear
3: Adidas, so... Oh,
0: Oh, Lord, here we
3: go. That's it.
0: Hey, fun fact. I'm going to tell this, too. You know that the company that they were actually a distribution company for actually turned into Asics? For real? And Asics actually has a shoe that looks just like this without the Nike check, but it has their logo. And it's actually, man, I want to make sure I get this right. It's called the Tiger Cursor, but it's the same shoe. It just has a different logo. I learned that about this shoe, too. I didn't know
3: that. Wow. So what would you rate it, Blake, even though you don't wear Nikes? <laughs> I'd probably get at a four, close to a five. They clean. I like that. Okay, okay. Um, I, I don't wear them.
0: Me, I would give it I'm, – I'm not going to lie. I'm like Duke. I don't like the front. Yeah. The front is not, not my cup of tea, but the rest of the shoe I actually really like. I'm going to give it a 3.5, but to say that this shoe actually been around since 72 and people are still rocking it, to me, that says a lot about a shoe. That says a lot yeah. about This is iconic, man. This, to me, if you're a sneak out there, YouTube, what up? Facebook, what up? You got to have a pair of... Cortez is in the in the um in the arsenal, man. It has to be
1: a part of it. I just happen to go man. with the Forrest Gump ones, bro. <laughs> I, the last the last few weeks you've been you've been previewing a lot of throwbacks. You had the Cortez's, you had the Vilas, man. Since Blake since Blake is an Adidas fan, I I wouldn't see you preview the James Harden or the New Dame Dollars. Oh, there he goes. There he goes.
0: We'll we'll, we'll see. You know, I'm not going to make no promises. But I don't want it to be. I actually thought you was going to get this wrong. And you actually got it right. So kudos to you, man. I gave you more than three clues. But you did your thing, man.
1: Thanks.
0: (laughs) But next week, we're going to have some more fire for the sneaker of the week. This shoe right here, iconic. I had to bring it on here. I said, man, I can't wait till I get these joints on here because this brings me back to when I was a kid. And Lord knows, I'm an old man. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the sneaker of the week. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Go get y'all some Cartez's, man. I just went by them for reals, the Adidas. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Yo. Well, there you go. That's your sneaker of the week right there, Keo. How you like that? You like that one? Huh? You got it right. Look at him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like this. I'm, start- I'm next starting next week. To like sneaker of the week now. <laughs> next week won't be so easy on you. <laughs> oh. But
0: is there? We have- I know we have one more topic for me and Kyo. Do we still have still the time to do it, Keo, or Are we gonna wrap it up and just start next week?
1: Uh yeah we'll we we'll just start it next week but I, w- I just wanted to say man right after the show ends we'll be dropping the NBS NBA rankings five to one um we all know who's gonna be in the five to one could it be Giannis could it be LeBron could it be Kawhi uh could it be Steph Curry who's gonna get uh who's gonna get number one man uh, uh could it be Kevin Durant um uh so uh we'll we'll, we'll find out tonight well oh, i know who, the, who who how the rankings are going but uh we'll find out tonight to see the final um mbs nba rankings voted on by all 16 mbs members and,
0: and i'ma say this before i got into the shout outs tomorrow night it's going down when we talk about this five to one because oh oh i just can't wait <laughs> <laughs> the, disrespect. <laughs> the disrespect, the disrespect, he already leaked it to me because I do the proofreads on everything and the disrespect, I can't even believe what happened, but we're going to talk about it tomorrow, but um, <laughs> um let, let, let's let our special guest go first, Blake, man, let's get to some shout outs real
3: quick. Oh, man, just, um, uh, just want to... <laughs> Shout out to Third Ward in Houston, RIP George Floyd. Definitely shout out to the Flats. I miss y'all. I want to come home. I'm tired of being in Houston. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) shout out to thank y'all for having me, man. I appreciate it, man. I had fun.
2: Definitely, definitely, Duke. Let's get to these shout outs, man. Shout out to all three of y'all, you know, and shout out to everybody that tuned in. I know. few people was asking, asking me to join in, but, you know, we could probably work that into to a, a show in the future because we we're probably going to be talking about another episode of this actual topic. So next week, maybe I might come back on and hopefully if y'all open to getting uh like some extra people to tap in, I got a few people that actually wanted to come on today. But okay. you know, shout out to everybody that tuned in and, Shout out to Lafayette Hub City Shout out to C for the shirt. I can't breathe in memory of George Floyd. everybody know what's going on in the world today so let's let's keep that keep his name in, 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 in good spirits and I'm signing out I got some work to do Yeah. am <laughs> I'm gonna meet you man yeah.
1: All right Kia, let's get to the shoutouts. Um shout out to shout out to, um Lake for coming on the show man. I I always hear good things about you from X but uh glad to actually see you come on the show and it was good to see a different perspective on, on somebody else's point of view towards uh towards it and I and I learned and I learned a lot from you guys today man. Shout out to Duke and X, you know um Uh, you guys are always good people man Uh, I learn a lot from you guys also every single day also and um, man but shout out to everybody that tunes in and supports the show um five to one don't forget right after the show right after tonight's show ends and make sure you tune in tomorrow for the MBS show we got a lot to talk about but besides that thank you and be safe and have a good night Definitely, definitely. Shout out to all three
0: of these gentlemen, man. Everybody tuned in on Facebook, man. We super, super, super appreciate you guys. And if y'all can, man, please go support MBS. Go to YouTube. Click that notification button. Subscribe to the channel. You get all the great content, man. Last week's show was fire. The week before that was fire. And then you get to see 15 to 1 because Q is actually going to upload the newest installment 5 to 1. MBS top NBA players in the world. I still don't understand why Duke put on um, Trey Young at 12. Me and will have a conversation about that. <laughs> Look my dog. Well, i that again, I still don't understand why Q don't have Clay Thompson in his top 10. I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm tripped out uh-oh. over that. Um. Um, Antonio putting Luka Doncic in the top ten. I think he had him like six or seven. Come on, man. Dude's already been in the league two years, bro. Um, Yvonne. Oh, my God. I can, I, can, I can go on for days about him and what he's doing. Marlon. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon, I can't believe you and what you did. Justin, oh, my God. I, I can go on for all of everybody that voted. The whole voting was crazy, but it's all love at the end. And the reason why I brought up all that to be to say this about this conversation that we had—a serious conversation earlier—we can all agree to disagree, but to hate each other, that's not what's up. That's only gonna divide us. We don't have to agree, people. And like, the, like my little, my little towel says at the top right there, and my hoodie, love over everything. It can still be love even though we don't agree, as long as we respect each other and respect our opinions. And we're not out here hating, or sending a violent message, or doing violent things. It's all love on my part. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for everybody tuning in. This has been Let's Talk About It, your boy Tricks and Sports Junkie. We out.
3: Peace. Boom.